Do you ever get frustrated, disappointed, down on yourself? Do you ever feel like every time you try to make even just like a teeny tiny little bit of progress, life just comes in and just knocks you down and you take one step forward and eight steps back or like you're playing game of shoots and ladders and you you make it partly up one ladder and then just shoot, go in a, a slide all the way back down to the bottom. Well, if so, you are not alone. I've been talking to a lot of people lately that have just been feeling that way. Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you, and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. So that's why today, what I want to talk about is how to start where you are. I know this can be such a frustrating concept. We come into a new year or a new month or a new transition in our life. Maybe one chapter in our life is very clearly ending and we're starting a new chapter. Kids are moving in, kids are moving out. Relationships are starting, relationships are ending. Jobs are changing. There's so many ways that your life can change and transition. And there's so many times that you feel like, okay, I am ready to install this new habit. I am ready to chase this new dream. I'm ready to chase this old dream. I'm ready to work on this goal again. I'm ready. I'm ready to do the thing. And then every step forward you take just feels like you are fighting against a blizzard and it just keeps pushing you back and pushing you back and pushing you back. So how do we start where we are and set ourselves up for success with these goals and habits in a way that we can be kind and loving to ourselves and not get so down on ourselves, not get so frustrated, and still make some progress around here, okay? So the first step to starting where you are is to acknowledge where you actually are. Here's what I mean. I'm going to use um, exercise as an example. So at some point in my adult life, I discovered that I actually didn't hate running. I actually loved running. What happened was a friend tricked me into doing Couch to 5K, that app, that running app with her. And I was meeting her to run and like, I would think, oh my gosh, when we first started, it was so hard and I thought I was going to die. But then I started noticing that I could run a little further and a little further and a little further without collapsing. And when we got to the part in the app where you would run for an eight minute period of time without walking, uh, she quit. She was the one who wanted to do it. And that's the point at which she quit. But I had noticed enough progress that at that point I kept going. And I discovered that I was able to run one mile, two miles, three miles. And at one point I was up to running five miles. And I was just like, whoa, I was super proud of myself. I was super pumped. I really really enjoyed running. Then I started having nerve pain shooting down my legs and I'd be trying to sleep at night and my heel would hurt, my ankle would hurt, my whole leg would hurt. And 
my hamstring would hurt. And I just, I started having all these pains, which of course, you know, don't do this. I self-diagnosed for a long time. Like, this is what's wrong. I'm just going to rest it. I'm just going to rest it. And after six months of resting it and stretching it and, you know, doing all my self-diagnosis, I finally got myself set up with a physical therapist. I finally sought professional help. Well, by the time I did that, I hadn't been working out for six months. And if you don't lose, use it, you lose it, right? I got into physical therapy and the physical therapist handed me a, I think it was eight pound weight. And, and when you're in physical therapy, you don't just get assigned your exercises. You, you actually do a lot of your exercises while you're there with the physical therapist. And that's so they can make sure you're doing it correctly, but also make sure that you're actually doing it. Well, he hands me a, a five pound weight and he wants me to do squats with it. And I do a squat and I feel like all my muscles are tearing. Like, this is so hard. Oh my gosh, this is, and I'm, I'm telling him, I'm like, I, this is too much weight. I, eight pounds, are you insane? Are you trying to kill me? And he goes, you want to be able to bend down and pick up your purse, right? I was like, oh yeah, okay, I guess, I guess so. And I had to acknowledge that where I was, even though past Mel used to be able to squat 20 or 30 pounds with no problem, present Mel in physical therapy Mel thought eight pounds was too heavy. So even though I could have said, well, Past Mel used to be able to squat 20 pounds and been really frustrated. I had to accept that I was in the place where all I could do was eight pounds and it was super, super hard, which I got to tell you, made me feel some feelings about myself and not all of them were enjoyable. I felt frustrated that past Mel had stopped exercising. I felt frustrated and angry that past Mel had injured herself to begin with. Why did she do so much running? Why, why couldn't I go back in time and tell her to like buy better shoes or, or not try to run five miles? She didn't, what was she doing? She didn't need to run five miles at a time. I felt a lot of irritation that past Mel had handled things the way she had. I felt a lot of irritation. I'm going to use that word again. <laughs> anger, frustration, annoyance with the universe that I had gotten injured in the first place and that I was in a place where I was going to have to do six minutes of planks every day and it was going to be absolute misery while I went through physical therapy. Okay, so that's a that's a health-related example. Start where you are. Um, step one is acknowledge. So let me give you an example that's not health-related. Um Boy, I, I can't think of an example that's not sad. So start where you are. Let's say that you used to be married and now you're widowed. You experienced a loss. Past you was in a marriage, was in a relationship, and now present you is single. Step one is you have to acknowledge that you are now single, that you are now widowed, that that is now your new status in life. 
There's no going back in time. There's no changing the past, right? So we have to acknowledge where you are in the present. Let me give you one more example of acknowledge where you are because I want to give you something that is not just about the past. Let's say that you are working on a big dream or goal. Let's say that you want to have a million followers on Instagram and you're going to use those followers to to do this thing and support your business and to teach people and you you have a reason that you want a million followers on Instagram Instagram and you're only at 10,000 and you're super frustrated and feeling a lot of feelings and why is this taking so long and uh why isn't it happening faster and you start making plans based on what future you is going to be able to do with a million followers where future me is going to be able to publish a book and it's going to sell a hundred thousand copies in the first day future me is going to be able to um work with this clothing line and as an affiliate and post what i'm wearing on instagram and make a hundred thousand dollars just boom just from clicks well that works for a million Instagram followers. It doesn't work for 10,000 Instagram followers. So we can get caught up in thinking about the future and thinking about where future us wants to be and being frustrated that we're not there yet. And in some ways, not even acknowledging that we are not there yet. Okay. So step one, whether it's a change from the past, whether it's a place you want to be in the future, you have to disregard or let go of both the past and the future and say, where is present me today? I want to start this, this health goal. I want to start this exercise goal. And past me used to go to the gym six times a week, but also that was five years ago. And I was 50 pounds lighter. And now present me doesn't exercise at all. Well, can I start? Do I do I start by jumping right back into that six times a week exercise routine that five years ago me did? Not unless you hate yourself. Not unless you want to injure yourself. Not unless you want to set yourself up to fail. You have to start where present you is. Present you who hasn't exercised in five years. So you got to start with the five pound weight, the eight pound weight that that past Mel was embarrassed to be using and also PS thought was too heavy so that you can strengthen up and work your way back up to where you want to be. Okay, so step one, acknowledge where you actually are. Not past you, not present you. Not not past you, not future you, present you. Where are you? So step two might be to grieve. Step two, after you truly acknowledge, okay, I'm not that fit person that I used to be. I'm not yet the famous person that I want to be. Do you need to take a moment and acknowledge a loss? You don't have that thing anymore or or you don't have that thing yet. It's okay if you are frustrated. It's okay if you are sad. It's okay if you need to grieve a loss. We've talked about this before, but a loss just doesn't have to be a person or a pet. 
A loss can be the loss of an idea, the loss of part of your identity, the loss of a dream. That can all be a loss. So after you acknowledge, you know, this is where I actually am. I have been sick and I have been weak and I lost a lot of my progress that I had made. It's okay to grieve the loss of that progress. Maybe six weeks ago, you you could... You had worked your way up, you'd worked so hard, and you were walking two miles every day. And you got sick. And you weren't able to exercise for six weeks. Everything was too exhausting. And when you're better, you don't get to go straight back to two miles. And that's frustrating. And it sucks. And I'm sorry. Truly, I'm sorry. I know that that is hard. There is almost nothing worse than, that you can take away from me than progress. I mean, there's lots, lots of bad things that can be taken away for many of us, but progress definitely hurts. So if you need to grieve that, that's step number two, grief. Step number three, forgive. Step number three is forgiveness. If we are talking about one of the things that I've been seeing with my students in Unlock Your Five Star Future and also with the people in my Facebook group, they get frustrated because they got injured. I was working with a coaching client who stepped off the sidewalk wrong while she was walking her dog and she ended up really messing up her ankle and she was in bed for six weeks. That was really hard. That totally threw off her whole routine and all the things that she was able to do for her health and to make herself feel good. But one of the places she was getting bogged down was constantly looking at that moment and going, oh, past me really screwed up. If past me had just gone all the way down to the place where the sidewalk ramps down, I don't know what that's called. If, if past me had not stepped off the sidewalk funny, if past me had not let the dog pull me, if past me had not gone for a walk that day, I made a big, uh, let, me, let me use a different example. I'm even having a hard time getting it out. I made a big mistake at my day job oh, and I've been cleaning it up for weeks and it's so frustrating. And I keep wanting to look back at past mail and go, why did you send the wrong file? Why didn't you double check the file back in October when you sent it? Now I'm having to do all this work. Ugh, I get it. It's no fun when past you made a mistake, a mistake. And now you're living with consequences you don't like. You got to forgive that past version of yourself if you want to move on, if you want to start where you are, if you want to pick the habit or the goal or the dream back up and actually have success and set yourself up to win. You've got to let go of that, that, that need, that desire to berate past you. It's not doing you any good. Or maybe something happened in the past that you need to forgive somebody else for. Maybe there was a confrontation, an altercation. Maybe somebody stole something from you. Maybe somebody hurt you. But part of starting where you are means you got to grieve, acknowledge, grieve, and then forgive that other person too. Okay, so that was step number three is forgiveness. Step number four. This is where we start transitioning our mindset in starting where we are. What's the advantage? 
What's the advantage of the journey you've been on so far? So with Mel and physical therapy, the advantage of running a bunch, getting injured, stopping running, waiting six months, and then being in physical therapy and struggling to lift an eight pound weight. The advantage was I learned a whole lot about myself doing physical therapy. What was I capable of? How much was I willing to push myself? There is, for anybody else who's done physical therapy, and and I'm sure I had an easy version, but the thing about physical therapy is their job is to target your weakness. They don't give you the things that you're already good at as assignments. They give you the things that are hard, so hard, so many planks. Why are there so many planks? So I developed a lot of mental toughness getting through those exercises. Also, for my teaching, physical therapy always makes a great example. It also gave me an opportunity to empathize with other people who have had to do physical therapy. So I had a lot of advantages. I learned things. I learned things that I can use to help other people. I had an experience that now I can talk about and use it as an example. And I also learned, I don't want to do that again. So now guess what? I keep doing my exercises and I make sure that I keep those muscles that support my back nice and strong because I don't ever want to go back to having to do six minutes of planks every day. That was awful. Didn't like it. Okay, so what's the advantage of the journey that's brought you to where you are now? Whether it's the life change, whether it's the thing somebody else did, the mistake that you made, the closing of one chapter and the opening of another, what's the advantage of that journey? What did you learn? Who can you help? How are you stronger because of it? Number five, now that you have figured out, acknowledged where you are, acknowledge where you are, grieved, forgiven, calculated the advantage, acknowledge the advantage. Now you can re-strategize because now you're truly actually mentally accepting of where you are. So now, based on where you are, not where you want to be, not where you used to be, what does the habit need to be? Maybe you were starting out saying, oh, the habit needs to be, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week because that's what I used to do. Well, now that you've walked it through these steps and you're at number five, re-strategize. Oh, okay. I see that that's an insane goal. What I actually need to do is maybe I need to start out going three times a week. Or maybe I do need to go to the gym five days a week so that it's a habit, but I only need to start with 10-minute workouts because that's, that's where I am right now. Not saying you can't work back up to that hour-long workout you used to do, but you're not there right now. So re-strategize. What does the habit need to be? What does the goal need to be now that you know where you actually are? And number six is start. I said today we were talking about start where you are. That means you actually have to start. Sometimes we get so caught up in living in the past or living in the future that we just, we, we, we get stuck there. 
and we're like, I don't know what the right decision is. I struggle to choose. I can see all these different paths and I don't know which one to pick. Just pick one. Just pick one. And it's only in taking a step forward that you actually start to see, oh, this doesn't work. Or, oh, this does work. Or, I'm making progress. Or actually, I think my goal needs to be this thing over here. I thought that what I needed to focus on was, you know, my volunteering. I thought the the thing that would really feed my soul was getting out and doing more volunteering. But I can actually see I need to focus on my health. So let me pick a health-related habit, a health-related goal, and do that. I thought I needed to work on my career, but now I can see that it's my relationships that really need my attention. Now that I've taken a step forward, I have better clarity in my life. Okay, so when we choose to pick up a new habit, to set our sights on a goal or a dream, if we try to start where we used to be, or where we want to be, we set ourselves up to fail. And the more we do that, the more we teach ourselves, I can't, I can't install new habits. I never achieve my goals. There's no point in even trying. Nothing works. I'm a failure. The more times we fail, the more we install that negative limiting story that keeps, keeps us from even trying anything. Does that make sense? One of the best things you can do if you want to increase motivation, if you want to be more focused, if you actually want to work on your habit or your goal is to start where you actually are. And to do that, you have to acknowledge what was in the past. What do I hope to be true for the future? Okay, now somewhere in the middle is where I actually am right now. If if that equates to a loss for you, a chapter has ended in the past where you're not as far as you want to be. Let yourself grieve that loss. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to grieve. Step number three, ask yourself, is there someone I need to forgive so that I can accept where I am and move on? A lot of times the person we need to forgive is ourselves. Past you was doing the best she possibly could. And if she made a mistake, she made a mistake. But you can't hold it over her head forever. Step four, you calculate the advantage of this part of your journey. Did you learn something? Are you going to be able to help somebody? Are you stronger because of it? What's the advantage? Number five is you re-strategize. Now that you know where you are, revise that goal. Revise that habit. Turn it into something that makes sense for the person you are today. Not the person you want to be in a year or the person you were five years ago, the person you are today. And then number six, start. And if you're having trouble starting, the goal is probably too big. The habit's probably too big. It's too big of a commitment. It's too much. Bring it back down because part of where you are might be lacking in motivation, lacking in focus right now. That's okay. You'll build those things back up, but that might be something you need to acknowledge about where you are. So if you want to win, if you want to teach yourself that you achieve your goals, that you can install new habits, one of the most important things you can do is start where you are. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. 
Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're going to have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, download the free Becoming Future You Starter Guide at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash start.